Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal, Andy Brant Bernard, Cassie Schrader. It is my fault we're late, ladies and gentlemen. I have six billion things to do over the next two days, and it's going to be a a barn burner. I'll tell you that. We'll be right back. Kick things off, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I I don't think he's there. (laughs) That's really nice. Very professionally (laughs) delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. It's one of those days. <laughs> we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. So you have some stuff to add to that spot. Well, I do. This is a very rare thing uh, for the local auto retailers. Our teams get three days off in a row, starting Saturday night. All Walzer's stores are closed until the day after Christmas. So you can shop online at walzer.com. We've got some great sales on there, 
across the new car world, but you can't buy them Sunday, Monday. You can never buy a car from a dealer on Sunday in Minnesota, but we are closed, as always, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to everyone, and thank you for your patronage and continued support. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. What are those called, the blue laws? Blue laws, yeah. Blue laws. They're so weird, like cars and liquor. I mean, I guess the two don't go together normally. Well, here's the thing that's, and everybody says their to. industry is different, but here's the difference about cars. So if you open liquor stores seven days a week, it's pretty easy to argue that people might drink a little bit more, right? Yes. So you can cover I mean, your like costs. You. If you're open seven days a week selling cars, all you've done is increase your costs. Nobody's going to say, well, crap, they're open. Let's go buy a Corolla. That's true. Yeah. You know, if you're they'll... putting that much money into something, you can wait another day. Right. There's a difference between something you buy every three That's to true. eight years yeah. and, and how much you drink every three to eight hours. Indeed. So that's it. So I just ran into Tony Price. He was in the lobby, talked to him quite a bit about his. He and his wife sent a lovely Christmas gift along. No doubt about it. And he gave me his book. I'm going to read the book on the plane. Going on vacation. I also ran into Steel Smiley, who is the uh, head of Crispin Green. Hadn't seen him in a while, but he said things are going well. Apparently, uh, um, what's his name? Chris Humphreys. Mm. He opened his first, right, right, right. For his first store up in Dinkytown. I guess it's absolutely beautiful. So things are going well. I'm glad to hear that. Luckiest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. You got Chris Humphreys. You think so? <laughs> How would you like to be married to her? He got in and out quick. Oh, you mean Kim Kardashian? (laughs) Actually, who was it that nailed it to the day? Was it, it might have been Brad Blanks or Kostaki Economopoulos. Yeah, I think it was Brad, actually. I think it was Brad. He nailed it to the day, 72 days or 74 (laughs) days, whatever it was. That must be like statistically when infatuation fades or something. Yeah, right. Chris Kardashian. Because once you get past the... uh, it's not Chris. Who? What's her name? Kim. He was Kim married Kardashian. to Kim. Yeah. Kim. Yeah. I have no idea who that even is. If I saw her walking on the street, I wouldn't know who that is, except for that fat ass, <laughs> which is fake. Yeah. It she doesn't says look it's not. natural. It doesn't at look all. natural it's, at all. No, it's. Yeah. But in any case, did you know that she's that only five three? She yes. looks taller. Yeah, but he's oh. about five four, so yeah, because Kanye is five eight. That's why. Oh, is he five eight? Yeah, which means he's actually five five or right, five six. Right. Yeah, so that's why she looks taller. I didn't know Kanye was so short. I'm six that's six. I don't really know that. Or not. Me too. Mm. Six nine. Six nine. Two twenty. It all works out in the end. So, a couple of things. Uh, let's see. Number one. Oh, I did have lunch with a friend yesterday, who has met Kim Kardashian, and he said. Um, that Kim Kardashian is actually a very, very smart businesswoman. Well, she you can buy her bank account, I would have to agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant. Uh-oh, here comes trouble with food as usual. Cookie. That's a meat snack tray for you. Yeah, a little meat snack tray Oh, that's for one you. of those. Start uh, off 19, right? There's gingerbread cookies that. 12 different kinds of jerky whatever. in there. Chocolate. Oh, never mind. Oh, is that one of those chocolates I gave you? They are oh, the best okay. cookies I've ever had. Does mom not come in today? No. She said it was too crowded. <laughs> she just got home. Talking to this thing, people can hear you. Yeah. Oh, Alex is giving the face. Okay, so two things I wanted to mention is that uh, I woke up at 3.30 this morning, so I went downstairs, started watching a little TV, see what's going on, and they had the story on about <clears throat> the Little Mermaid and how this big hubbub's going on about he's trying to force himself on her oh and the God. lobster <sighs> is, is pushing him 
to to kiss her and all the rest of it. I watched it, and in the actual scene in the actual movie, she leans in to kiss him. He backs up. Yeah, and that's to, when he says, "Go on and kiss the girl." They're trying to convince him to kiss her because yes. she wants to kiss him so she can stay a human. So how is he forcing himself? Technically, on anyone? they're pressuring him, not her. Exactly. Yeah. She leans in to kiss him, and he backs up. This gives me an ice cream headache. It does, doesn't right it? Here. Yeah. Everybody is just, oh my, I'm so, I'm so offended by everything. You know what's offensive? Getting knocked out at Uncle Sam's. That was offensive to me. <laughs> that, mm. uh, that was hurt. I, I, you invaded my personal space. I wanted to point that out. Uh, God, I'll never forget that as long as I live. But yeah, I watched that. There is in no way, shape, or form anything. Uh, has anything to do with sexual harassment or forcing yourself on anyone? People just like to come up with reasons. Yes, I think we like should go back said. to the ice bucket challenge. Yes, we should dump yeah. it. Anytime over our somebody heads. is overly sensitive, let's just dump a bucket just of ice water. I like it. I like it. That works for me. Not I was thinking plan. about that the other day about <laughs> what a fad it was, but I I don't remember what the disease was. It was it ALS. Yeah. Is that yes. what it was? Okay. Yeah, I think that's true. Yep. I loved it when little kids would go, I'm going to do the ice bucket challenge. And then you're like, you know what else? I start <laughs> crying before they pour it over their head. Uh, it was super cold. <laughs> well, yeah. They start crying. I don't want to do this now. Because <laughs> it was terrible. Little so, kids, phenomenal. I have good news for people from... Chateau oh, it's a federal bill. Uh, lynching is finally a crime. Lynching oh, someone's a crime darn. in America? Finally. Yeah. Whoever saw that coming? There all, goes those, that vacation. all those frequent lynchings are finally going to stop. But uh, apparently it's been... They've tried to pass it 200 times, and now it finally got passed 100 what? years later. And people say the government can't do good work. <laughs> For yeah. real. And they can't do good work. We know that to be absolutely true. How can it true. take 100 years to pass... I mean, Lynching. especially. I mean, like, it is redundant in that murder is already a crime. Right. So you know, but yeah. still. Well, well you guy. know the way they pass legislation. It, it's the, the, slowly. No, well they'll they'll pack so many other things in a bill. Yes, that's true. It's probably like the lynching slash you know, cotton tariff slash yeah, yeah. yeah. Dairy yeah. Queen kill all the foreigners. So if you want to ban lynching, we get to kill foreign people. Ah, and that's we better vote again. You that. can have one or the other. So then it comes out. Andy Bernard is in favor of lynching. He voted against the act. I yeah, know. That's, that's the whole that's deal. That's how it works. Yeah. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand something. There are a few good politicians in America, and I mean just a few. Politics in the United States is organized crime. That's exactly what it is. Everybody gets together and decides what's going to pass, and they all make a ton of money from it. It's organized crime. There's no doubt about it. So this is what we got leading our country are a bunch of thugs and gangsters. That's really great, isn't it? Wonderful. It system. is weird. I don't know. It's just it's it's too bad. However, I think at the local level that changes to a it's pretty worse. good degree. I mean, and there's probably there are bad local politicians, but I. Oh yeah. You were interviewing a state senator the other day on the morning show about taxes and Senator Chamber. Yeah, he was yeah. great. I thought yeah, he, he was, was a good guy. I yeah. think God well, just listen. gave Cassie yeah. the winning lottery numbers. <laughs> I know. What? She got a call from a number that was just a. It was two, three, four, five. Sets of two numbers. Oh, that's Bangladesh. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Someone's trying to give me money. I get my shirts ironed from there. Is it a three three? Is that the first? Yes. Number? That's Bangladesh. What? 
I'm Seriously? just totally making okay. it up. Well, how did you know it was 3-3? Because <laughs> she showed, she it, showed to it to him. She showed it to him. God, it's Somebody's calling me from France. Yes. I don't know anyone in France. Oh, Can you say bonjour? Maybe it's a French prince that wants to, me to invest in getting his money free. More likely yep. it's the fresh prince, okay? <laughs> <laughs> a French prince. No. It's been a while. always calling us. French prince of Bel Air. It's been, it's been a while. There's no doubt about that. But, um, yeah, so I just uh, got up at 3.30, and I, I asked people to call in the show this morning. I would ask people to do the same on this show. What's the number, Andy? Which one is it? The studio number? Yep, right there. 952-800-1492. Really? 1492? Really? Yep. That's, yeah. Columbus. one nine five two eight hundred fourteen ninety two. When something somebody sailed the ocean blue, but I yeah. don't remember who. Yeah, one thing I will tell you about the uh, the, the the what shocks me about white women in America right now is they're fighting for everybody else and they're protecting everybody else. After the Civil Rights Act pa- Act passed, women still couldn't get a job. So. Yeah, no, you should probably fight for yourself. Point. You should probably fight for yourself. Well, it wasn't. Before. It was shortly after that that they started. That was begin the beginning of the ERA movement. And yeah, that was. Yeah, you're right. Because civil 72. rights was what sixty four. Mm-hmm. I think the ERA might have started about nineteen seventy. So they did get to I think. it. Yeah, it. Uh, they they got to it eventually, but and there was something that was surprising and never passed either. Yeah, that's right. All that work, they never could pass the Equal Rights Amendment. That's exactly right. So. You know, there's no money in it for them. Why would they do that? Yeah. I just, you know, what's so fun, what's so, so I ask people to call in because I, I tried to watch the national news on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. It's unwatchable. All they do is spew hatred for something or someone or a bunch of people. It is unwatchable now. Everything sucks. Mm-hmm. So what I would, what I ask people to this morning is a call in to tell me how I can watch the news without being extremely depressed. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'll relate a, a quick story. Two days ago, uh, President Trump, Trump signed an executive order banning bump stocks. It's what the right. guy used right. to murder Probably all those smart. people in Mandalay. And I'm not a big Trump fan. I think everybody knows that. But I found the article on CNN, and I posted it on Facebook, and I said, let's give credit where credit's due. Thank you, Mr. President. Oh, my God. God, I got hand grenades thrown through the interweb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just, he God. helped with something. You don't want bump stocks. <sighs> How was that wrong what you did? I, I know. It's just It just illustrates the point. It's like he's done a few things in the last week that made me go. Yeah, he has. I'm not sure about the whole Syria deal, but there's been some other moves. That's it's a like, mistake. It's they'll never do it. Time. Yeah, it's, They're not going to pull our troops out of Syria. There's no way. That'd be the dumbest thing on. Yeah, let's give land back. Let's give them some ground. Just well, give it over. Well, the Kurds are so pissed about it because they'll be left out to dry. They They're will, threatening yeah. to release three thousand ISIS prisoners. Well, there you go. Good job, Donald. Yeah. Well, it hasn't happened yet, but yeah, it's not going to happen either. There's no way. I don't even know why. He, I just think he loves to piss people off. I think he I, just yeah. loves to do that. Well, I think he's the trying to child. get fired, and he's just surprised that nobody's broomed him yet. I think you might be right. He's trying to get fired, and it's not working. He'd rather be hanging out playing golf. I just don't think we can win no matter who gets elected president. It just seems to be uh, a pain in the ass. Although I, I did really admire 
President Obama. He was Santa Obama. Went around to see sick children. He's always been good at that stuff. You know, That's he'll great. go to like uh, that is uh, great. food shelves and Thanksgiving and serve turkeys and stuff like right. that. Right. He and right. Jimmy Carter do a lot of that public service stuff, and I think it's great. Jimmy Carter. And Clinton doesn't do any of it. Clinton. The only thing he does is, and every woman that's defenseless. What's up? <laughs> oh my God! They let anybody in here. I thought you and Mom were going to dinner tonight or something. Mom hasn't talked to me about it. I thought you were going to dinner with him. He hasn't said. A, she hasn't said a single thing to me about it. I've she told me you were doing it. Yeah, here's my life. Here's what I just love about life. <laughs> Everybody's doing this, that, and the other thing. I'm busting my ass working 28 hours a day. You get paid a fortune to complain about stuff. I ain't that bad. Oh, it's pretty here good job. we it's go. Most people terrible. complain and nobody listens. Yeah, I get zero dollars for complaining. Oh, I think that's probably not true. <laughs> Whoa! Let's go crazy. It's the vo- it's the ghost of Prince. Yeah, it was the ghost of Prince. <laughs> I don't know where that ghost came from. Ghost of Prince. So in the studio with us now, you know I can't. That, so you you've known each other for what thirteen years now or something? I was a senior in about high right. school. Yeah, yeah, twelve. For those of you just listening and not watching on television, yeah. a young well, we'll man walked that. in with Alex. That's exactly right, Michael Gonzalez, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't you see the sign outside that said Mexicans aren't welcome? Did you hear about that guy? What? Not yet, no. no. German (laughs) writer for Der Spiegel said he went to Fergus Falls, Minnesota, just to see what the hinterlands think about Donald Trump as president. And he said, I was shocked when I got there uh, because there was a sign outside the town of Fergus Falls that said Mexicans aren't welcome. And then he went out this whole day. It never happened. He never even went to Fergus Falls. He got an award, and it turns out he had faked 14 out of the 60 stories he wrote. <laughs> what? So. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, how would he think that nobody would notice that? <laughs> For real. Exactly. Yeah. I've been oh to Fungus God. Flats. There's not a lot going on up there. Well, there's not. They got the KFC, though, right but, off the oh, highway. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Right off the highway, they got the KFC. But people are going to know if there's a sign in their town that says Mexicans aren't welcome. Yeah. I, what is wrong with That's you? That's not something that... Oh, we put that up for a day Yeah. when he was here. See, you know, in our, my house it says all Spanish not welcome to make sure that Michelle Tafoya doesn't come over. Yeah. So, you know. You don't want any of that. But now, rip, rip I, the guy rip. was lying about, as Andy said, 14 out of the 60 stories mm-hmm. he wrote. He just lied through the whole... So never almost a third of what he wrote was a lie, and he got an award. And he got an award as the Reporter of the Perfect. Year from CNN, by the way. N- named him Reporter of the Year in 2004, yeah. I think. Uh, but oh dear. I have a question for you. Yes, how, 2014. Oh, 2014. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, 2014. Uh, how did you think you were going to get away with that? As you said, people are going to notice that there's no such sign. And he said things about town that don't even exist because he's never been there. How Driving you you... through the mountain pass on the way to Fergus Falls. <laughs> yes, exactly. I almost drove into the Atlantic Ocean. It was unbelievable. I naked Swedish women everywhere. So, well, that wouldn't be. I could be a reporter. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Give me a pen. I did get I some complaints today when I said, "Nice story, you kraut pig." Everybody, she oh. listened. I said, "My mother was German. Calm down." I, I'd walked right out of the garage and had the radio on in the kitchen when and heard that. I'm like, "Wow, who's he going after?" <laughs> <laughs> kraut pig. We'll be right back. Michael with us, Alex with us, Catherine doesn't bother to show up, typical. Yeah, she knew that he was going to be here, too. Typical.
Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money. You can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855 855- Five five four twenty twenty, and please tell them Tom sent you. Caroling, caroling. Andy, I'm sick to death of this Christian music you're playing. Christians are horrible. I do love the fact that that America right now, to be Christian is horrible. Why? Like, religion is religion, isn't it? They're just different twists on your beliefs. Cue up, there's this old Saturday Night Live Eddie Murphy skit where he plays a Rastafarian and he plays a, uh, in a band in a VFW and his lead song is Kill the White People. It's <laughs> Kill oh the White God. People. Who wouldn't play that song? <laughs> That's right. I mean, come on. Oh With less than two weeks to go before Christmas, it's well, now it's five days ago before Christmas, it's common to see little girls dressed up in ribbons and lace Cherub-faced babies and boys donning red sweaters lined up at the mall with their parents waiting to take a holiday photo with Santa. Their mission is to sit on Santa's lap long enough to achieve that perfectly lit shot for the uh, family Christmas card. But uh, we've noticed a glitch in the system. Many children sulk, cry, and downright rebel against the photo op plan. This does not fly with their parents. They're just, they're just noticing this now? <laughs> this has been going on since they invented the camera. This is still pretty new, though. Some bribe their stubborn little tykes with promises of ice cream and candy, while others yell and threaten their kids with the loss of privileges and toys if they don't pose with the red garb That's guy. That's insane. Why? The people bribe their children. You and Andy took bribes constantly. No, to sit on a stranger's lap. That's exactly what the problem yeah. is. I will give you ice cream if you sit on this strange man's lap. Like That's right. so freaking weird to me. I, just love it. I, I know. Whenever Fawn gets near Santa, she buries her face in the chair. I know. It's my, hilarious. Yes. My six-year-old is like terrified, and I brought him to the mall, and I'm like, you got to at least 
say hi to Santa and wave. So from like a very far distance, he's waving at Santa, and Santa acknowledged him and That's waved back. Good. So yeah, he refuses to go and tell Santa what he wants for Christmas. He goes, "You can just send him an email, Mom." I have a I picture said, okay. at home of myself, and it was probably 1960 because I look like I'm two years old, and it's a black and white store mm-hmm. photo, and Santa looks like. He's going to kill me. <laughs> they hired, he had the real, wow. and it was a real beard. You can tell this is just some old dude that needs money and hates kids. And like, this is awesome. It's, like, if none of my kids ever sit on Santa's lap, I will not care. And I actually might prefer it that way. I don't think I ever did. You're a strange man. Why would I want my children to sit on your lap? Mm-hmm. Well, plus the fact they get mad at you, call them a fat bastard, and then you, you know, they, when you sit on their lap, they pinch you. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like, Fawn will talk to Santa. Yeah, Fawn will talk to Santa. Or sit next to Santa. But I'm like, why would I? I wouldn't want to sit on some, like, here's this guy you've never met. Hop on. It's so (laughs) weird to me. But I did sit on Santa's lap that day. You did sit on Santa's lap. Although I didn't really do it. I just kind of crouched down into, like, a catcher position. So I was supporting all my own weight. So I didn't want to put the pressure on Santa. Because I've known that Santa for years. He's a very nice guy. But it's yeah, the it's just like seasons. the idea of people bribing and like yelling at their kids to sit on Santa's lap is damn it so strange. To I was me. gonna say, speaking of Christmas, has anybody seen? It's been like hitting the internet by storm. The new Google Home uh, commercial with uh, Macaulay Culkin as oh, yeah. Kevin. And no, yeah. yes, it is so yep. funny, and oh he God. looks. Healthy. Looks like he's oh, drunk. Good. He no, got. He, he, he's he, off all that crap. I think. Yeah. Oh, he, he was you know. really in God, bad shape for a while. Was, yeah. He looked rough. But he's I fine. Love yeah. that movie. Yeah, but it's it's a good it's a good commercial, and he actually he doesn't really look much older than he did when he played in oh, the movie. Really? Yes, and he he's like the wearing the same hair? clothes and everything. It's oh hilarious. God. Dan looked a lot like Macaulay Culkin as a kid. Yeah, did he? Did. He? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I've seen the pictures. He did. That's absolutely right. I, I watch that movie every year, and every year I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just a great movie. It is yeah. a good movie. Dan and I watched it last year. I think Aren't there like three of them now? Yeah, I think yeah, three of them, Yeah, but the only ones with Macaulay Culkin Are was the, the first, first two. two. Yeah. yeah. And they're both in the top ten Christmas movies of all time. Yes. Except that list is not fair, because they don't list things like White Christmas, which was put out back in the day when it cost a nickel to go to the theater yeah. <laughs> so yeah if it made 200 grand that was a lot of money back yeah then. yeah i have my go-to christmas movies it's definitely christmas vacation i, have I love to, that i movie. have to watch it we watch it every year on christmas eve that one um christmas story black christmas with margot kidder <laughs> Where about 15 people get murdered and hacked up. I haven't up. seen that one. It's not a very. There's Die Hard. No. <laughs> I will tell you this. Yeah, Die Hard. <laughs> it's a true story. I asked my friend Greg, and I won't give his last name, if I could date his sister. He said, absolutely not. You're not her kind of guy. I said, what are you talking about? She's a really pretty young woman, right? So I asked him, after about two years, he goes, Okay, you could go to dinner and a movie, but that's it. I said, okay, sounds good. So we went to the Scarpelli's. used to be down on Nicollet and mm-hmm. just north of Franklin. We went to see Black Christmas. Hey, let's have a little fun. Go see a, you know, a so-called horror Christmas movie just for a laugh or whatever. Uh, the movie starts, and there's a picture of a phone ringing. You use this big, giant picture of a phone, and it's ringing and ringing and ringing. And she answers the phone. Says, That's a sorority house, right? Phone's ringing at a sorority house, you find out. And as she answers the phone, the guy says, 
I can't even say what he said in front of Alex, but he 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 says something about her big C girl parts. Oh, <clears throat> mm. lady, lovely. He calls her, calls her the big C, and Greg's what sister looked at me like, really. Really? This is what we're going to... I'm like, uh, well, I guess we won't be going on another day. Date oh two's God. not going to happen. <laughs> what luck? Who's going to have a little fun? You know it's a really sweet and it's animated. A very good Christmas movie I love to watch uh, with my youngest boys, Arthur Christmas. Did well, you I like Arthur. Oh, I like Arthur. Arthur. Yep. That is like the sweetest I always one. wished Arthur would have beat up Caillou, though. I never could stand <laughs> him. Really oh, nice. my gosh. I nannied for a family once, and when she was just kind of giving me the general rules of the house, she was like, do not let my children watch Caillou. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, they turn into horrible human beings. He's the whiniest little brat. I've, I was like... Wow. Okay, like I'd never seen Caillou in my life, but she was like, her I've eyes got all it, big. I don't know anything about it. Oh, it's annoying. If you look up, like, it's a pasty faced family from Vermont, and they're just, they're so sensitive, it's just horrible. Yeah, if you look up, like, reasons people hate Caillou, there's like moms have these <laughs> lists where it's just like, like I hope he they dies. They like the lamp. Oh, yeah. he is whiny. I've I have never an off watched the uh, it. ranch favorite Christmas movie. Have you ever seen The Ref? I loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Judy walked, Davis and oh, yeah. Kevin Spacey going at it for two hours. They're hysterical. When he walks to the door, somebody knocks at his door, and he looks out the peephole, and it's Santa. And he says, oh, who the F is this now? <laughs> <laughs> so those that haven't seen it, Dennis Leary is a Fantastic. low-level hoodlum, and he, it's yep. like on Christmas Eve, and he breaks into this house. And, and, and doesn't realize that there's a couple there played by Kevin Spacey and Judy Davis and takes them hostage because mm-hmm. he's trapped in this town. Right. And it's hysterical. It's it is really good. That's a really good movie. Oh, by the way, I'm going to have to argue with you about Trump's uh, Syria withdrawal. Okay. Because he got, he got the nod from Putin. So. Oh, he did. All right. Yeah. Well, as long as he cleared it with somebody. As long as he cleared it with Putin. <laughs> yeah. Good idea, Donald. Line it up so Putin can just take over the entire world. You know, I you know, in a sense, I agree with him because I read one of his tweets this morning about we got it's time for others to start fighting. And oh, I, I agree. get that. I mean, oh, we've been in Afghanistan since two thousand and one. I know, seventeen years. <sighs> I know. I don't know what the hell we're. Why is it all? We have to pay for everything. We have to protect everybody. We have to do all the stuff, and we're still the worst country on earth. I don't get that. I don't. Well, either. there's Ireland. <laughs> well, let me just tell you. But if you're always drunk, you don't know how bad it is. Actually, Ireland's one of the best places I've ever been. You ever yeah. been to Ireland? I've never been. I've only been to uh, England once. And Ireland. It was, it was beautiful. It was Nicest people in the world. It is beautiful. And Alex had to puke. And a woman came I've thrown up. All over the world. All over the world. She's throwing right. up all yeah, over the world. Yeah, she used to throw up every time she flew, basically. Yes. And or any time I rode train, in uh, a, a train, car. a car, a bus. And my little so. sister was like that, too, yeah. until she was about eight. So Alex is vomiting like into that. the gutter in front of this woman's beautiful <laughs> Irish house. And she comes running and goes, oh, the poor dear, the poor dear. Saints be praised. Saints be praised. She's okay. Tell you what, go on with your journey. I'll keep her here. She can take a nap <laughs> on the couch. She just wanted to take care of everybody. Mrs. Claus? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much Mrs. Claus. Yeah. She was so sweet. You remember that, Andy? Yeah, yes, I do. It was really cool. Any opportunity to get away from his sister at that age, he would embrace with open arms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're like, take her. I'm the yeah. best one, aren't I, Dad? I think I was, what, like 10, 11? That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. 10, and she was about 8. Uh, young enough not to 
be all sibling rivalry-ish. We're better off without her. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Dad. If I have to watch this guy anymore because of you... Who? I am so excited oh, because God. Jason Momoa Aquaman, was yeah. just added to the bill at Wizard World New Orleans, oh, which God. I will be at. I literally have no idea of any of the words you just said. I know what, <laughs> I know what New Orleans is. What? Who and what? Wizard World Comic Con. It's a con. Oh. Yeah, and Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman in the new movie coming out. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Okay. You He's... were a Stargate Atlantis fan, right? really <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yes, don't forget. Uh, Alex, he's the guy that's going to be taken over because Rock is just about done. Yeah? The Rock? Why is he done? Every movie he does is exactly the Why, same. He seems like such a good guy, He is though. a nice yeah. man. I've talked to him a couple times. He he's a very really nice, nice man. He has a new TV show, Titan. Yeah, well, that's the Challenge. problem. Got, yeah, Titan oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's basically like a mad American Gladiator, I think. Ninja Warrior. Oh. Isn't it? One of the two. It's one of Maybe those. it's a combo. Okay, I didn't. I don't get this headline. <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. There's a picture of him with chopsticks holding up a piece of food, and the headline says, Anthony Bourdain, his favorite places to eat in the world. Hey, where do guys who kill themselves like to eat? You know, Why I just, would I care about I just started that? watching that series oh. as a result of him taking his own life. I was curious about Terrible. him, and it's, it's the show is fascinating, but now we're starting to watch the last episode, uh, the last season, mm. and you can tell that yeah. there's something Off not right. Him. I mean, he just doesn't. It's like That's the spark's shame. gone out of his eyes. It's really, it's, it's difficult to watch. I'm getting the exact opposite reaction from people. I literally have people come up to me on the street and go, is something wrong? You're in such a good mood all the time. Well, it's because you're like, a crap. People ask me that all the time. What? Like, what's going on with you? Why are you so peppy? I'm like, sorry. Why are you so especially pe- in sorry airports? To be peppy. Especially in airports. <laughs> like TSA, they're always like, "How much coffee have you had today? Calm down." I'm really? like, none. Sorry, I'm happy to be alive. I don't know. <laughs> I'm nervous because I'm smuggling meat sticks in my purse. That's exactly right. I'm just like I like. That's exactly right. To be happy. I don't we know. We have a caller, or should I say, a caroler. Oh dear. A caroler? Yes. Oh dear. Carl. Don't shut the hell up. All this cheering going on. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. you're right. Too much Sorry, cheering. Carl. No, you're right, Carl. We you shouldn't like, be in a good mood. You sound like the TSA. This time of year, my God, don't you know? Sickness is happening everywhere. And I heard you about talking about the Irish. Uh-oh. I don't know if I ever shared shared with you about the priest that got pulled over. Oh, no. no. And the cop says, uh, he says, have you been drinking? And the priest says, just water. And the cop says, well, then why do I smell wine? And the priest looks and says, good Lord, he's done it again. <laughs> okay, Carl. Good Lord, he's done it again. Change the water into wine, ladies and gentlemen. So, Carl, how have you been? I haven't talked to you in a long time. We've been fine, Tom, listening to you on the queue, and uh, you sound like you've lost some weight. 92.5 <laughs> pounds. Those vocal cords are a little less weighed down. <laughs> Good dog. Yeah. You're, no, not, you're not huffing and puffing. Just right. <laughs> you, sound, you sound lighter, higher in your octaves. Yeah, I probably But I don't know it. if that's just in my ears. No, I, I got some so. new hearing aids. So, Carl, what's the plan for Christmas? What are you doing with the Bluetooth? Oh, you get the hearing aids with Bluetooth, so that's good. Yeah, it's wonderful technology. We're going to uh, Kansas City 
uh, going to go down. I've got a nephew that's got a new ranch down there, and I got invited to come down and stay in the bunkhouse. The, the, the bunkhouse? With yeah. hawks and... You did <laughs> in, in, in Lake Tahoe? No. Kansas City. Oh, because... You've got to get some hearing aids. No, wait, wait a second. I thought With you just Bluetooth. said the Bonanza. You were talking about the, the Ponderosa, right? Hello. Oh, I miss... This I miss is her. Carl. Who? Huh? Who is what? it? Carl, I do have to take a break in a second. Can you hold on and, and can you be on the next segment with us? Sure. All right, I'll look up a joke. <laughs> I look up a joke. I want you to tell the... the You and Tim were out walking around and you saw these two good-looking women and... and I, all I remember oh, sure. Is, I know that one. Okay, I want to hear that joke. I know that one. Because the way you tell that joke is my favorite way that anybody tells that joke. It's a great joke. We will be right back in just a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Carl is with us, and he will tell the Tim and I were out walking in the meadow one day joke next Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I love this song. It is a good song. I'm texting mom. I don't know what she's on. Why? What's she doing? <laughs> What's she saying? She is just the... Jack Frost. I... She doesn't handle the stress of the holiday well. No, she doesn't handle stress well. I mean, no. So why don't you and I do? go on tour? We'll go on a, we'll go on a uh, theater tour and sing, sing songs. I think it'd be phenomenal. A singer Listen. and a bassist and nothing else. And nothing else. I okay, think. so I text mom. You're not coming in. No, too crowded. I hurt my back. I need to ice it and stuff. Hurt her back? When did that happen? I said there isn't anyone new here. It's just Doug. This is before you got here. Um, there are Doug. two call-in guests next hour. It will be fine. How does okay. that make it crowded? I don't know. I was like... I think she you're just gonna doesn't miss, want to come in. You're going to miss Michael. I thought you were going to get the kids and then we're meeting somewhere. I was like, we never made a plan. I thought that was the plan. We have no time, no place, I said. We have cars, so we can go anywhere. She told me. <laughs> what? She said we have cars, so we can go anywhere. What, is she 90? Yeah. I We've said, got an automobile. Yeah. I said we have no time, no place. We have cars, so we can go anywhere. Yeah, she said you and Michael and she were going to go out to dinner tonight. And I'm like, I was going to be abandoned yet again. Well, I was like, I realized Shock that. Shock of the century. But a, t- a plan is a time and a place. She's like, my back kept me up all night. I'm laying on a foam roller. It's killing me. So she is 90. That's okay. Oh, you're going to go home like, and she's going to be just, sitting in the bathtub yeah, crying yeah. with tinsel all over her or something. It's better than the last time I saw her in the bathtub. <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I I, I, I get home one night. We're, we're together about a year so she's like 22 23 years old at the most oh my god i come home she's nowhere to be found that she had a work christmas party a work christmas party (laughs) i think i've heard the story was there tequila involved no margaritas just wait you're close (laughs) so all of a sudden i hear this rustling in the guest bathroom i open the door and there she is stark naked in the tub with no water 
Oh, boy, She's that's just a bad sign. In the tub <laughs> with no water. And I said, honey, what are you doing? I had too much to drink. I said, oh, well, I'm glad you didn't run water because you could have drowned. There's water. I said, no, there's not. There's no water in there, honey. I said, what the hell were you drinking? And she goes, Blash Ruskins. <laughs> Blash Ruskins. She's not a very big drinker, and you no, can sure tell by not. that. Yeah. Blash Ruskins. Yeah. About, like, the <laughs> second time she ever met Dan, she was super hungover from Blast Rushkins again Blash because Ruskins. Kevin and Kendall made her drink Blast oh, Rushkins. Over at Chewler's? Yeah. This oh was like the, my this God, was like the second or night? third time she met Dan. We brought we went over to my parents' house for dinner, and my dad was like, your mom, she's hungover. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you your talking about? I gotta get her some Gatorade or something. Yeah. Like, her hair yeah. comes out. She's all—it's all askew. It's like, yeah, yeah, like I swear on. to God, she's not a drunk. No, she's not. She literally—I've seen drunk her like once every decade. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, in the thirty-seven years that I've known her, she's Except been hammered like four for times. Dan and her on New Year's. On New Year's, they get lit up. They yeah, that's true. both vomit the next day. I'm like, what is Ooh. wrong with both of you? Well, it's only a week away. Yay! <laughs> Yay! We got a great time. Well, there was up. a vodka luge a couple years in a oh, row, yeah. and they were like, let's try all the different flavors. I'm like, this is not going to end up well for anybody. Do you remember what she did the night before? Dan came over. We were out at Schuler's. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about when she stole the alcohol from the country club. No. <laughs> Tim, Costigan, Tim Costigan was sitting on her lap all night, and I was Oops. at the opposite end of a long table like this. Mm-hmm. They're down there. Tim's sitting on her lap, and so I'm talking to somebody, and all of a sudden I hear Kathy Odd. go, Hey, Tom! And I look down, and she goes, Kiss <laughs> me the finger. I'm like, oh, God. She's had too many. <laughs> so, Costigan's wife, who doesn't drink, takes your mom home. She decides that she's uh, Jason Statham. As they're pulling in the driveway, she rolls out the car. While it's still moving, she opens the door and rolls out into the driveway. It's like, what is wrong with you? What? It was amazing. Carl, are you drunk right now? That sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> it does, Carl. You're absolutely right. So, Carl, I, I love, I I love giving Scudderbotch schnapps. That's one of the better ones to drink. Scudderbotch schnapps. <laughs> schnapps. Scudderbotch yeah. schnapps. Oh, instead of butterscotch schnapps, Scudderbotch schnapps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. what's the story about you and Tim? I heard you and Tim went on a trip or something. Well, no, that was you're getting it mixed up. I was in it. That was part of the, the poem that I won, the contest for the best poem I was in, and I wrote a poem and I got in it, and it was in the finals between me and another guy, and we had to do it on the spot. So I went second, and he went first on the flip, and he did something. We had to use the word Timbuktu in it, and... Uh, and so he used something like uh, over sands on camel caravans. Uh, we came into view the beautiful city of Timbuktu. And everybody thought that was pretty good, and it, it was all right. And then I got up there, and I said, uh, me and Tim, a camping went. We came upon a maiden tent. They but three, and we but two. I bucked one, and Tim bucked two. <laughs> 
Alex with the great response to it. I, the moment he started rhyming, I was like, yeah. I'm not going to like where this ends. At all. Never does. It's a great poem, Carl. <laughs> the first guy yeah. was ripping off Coleridge, by the way. That's yeah, Coleridge. Uh, Kubla Khan. Kubla Khan. Anyway. Yeah. I got a great t-shirt for it, too. Well, you did? I want a t-shirt out of the deal. I want a poem. Yeah. It's wonderful. Well, it is wonderful. I finally made it in. I made it. You wore it so long, I made it into paint rags. <laughs> you made your t-shirt into paint rags? Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. Now I think they sell them. They sell you paint rags. But we used to, we were real men. We'd use our T-shirts. Sure. And cut them up, make paint rags. So now, Carl, where did you end up? I haven't talked to you for a while. Where did you end up living? You were going to go to the Shalom home for a while, I know. Yeah, well, I bounced around there and found this nice memory care area where they don't remember me at all. And it's wonderful. (laughs) I can go in. And get out. It's a one fun time for me, let me tell you. The memory care center where they don't remember me. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a problem, Carl. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Well, listen, I know you got a big show ahead of you, but I wanted to call and wish you Merry Christmas. And uh, uh, there was something else I forgot, but I'll remember it and call another time. I would love for that to happen, Carl. You need it. We haven't heard from you in a while. You need to call in more often. Love talking to you, sir. I'll, I'll come up with more better jokes. I like your jokes. Nothing wrong with your jokes. I like them a lot. Carl, thank you. Know, you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, sir. Yeah, God bless you. God bless Toodaloo. you, too. Bye, Carl. Toodaloo, Carl. Carl, what is, Carl must be in his 90s by now. I think so. Somewhere in the 90s. I bucked one and Tim bucked two. Mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex just locked in on that uh, poem well, right like there. Like I said, he just started rhyming, and I was like, nope. It's Odd not... that a 90-year-old retired farmer with no <laughs> dirty jokes. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a shock to us all. <laughs> really hard to believe that that would happen. God, they got all these predictions. Now I'm trying to find the uh, Minnesota Viking... Uh, uh, Detroit Lions game because they're predicting. Oh God, I hate so much when they throw commercials in the middle of slides. I hate it so much. That's how they pay for all this free stuff. And this is all clickbait, isn't it? That's right. Well, here's some breaking news, Tom. Radio stations are now putting "Do you hear what I hear?" from their Christmas broadcasts, and it's offensive. It's offensive to schizophrenic. <laughs> That's real. It's a I thought joke. you were no, oh, Okay, I was going to say. I thought you please. Funny. Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> it's offensive. Do you oh my see God. what I see? What I see? You know, it's really nice of you to point that out. I was terrified at seven because I couldn't see or hear the person my father could see and hear. So I thought I was nuts. Way to go! Oh I found God. another gag site on the internet. It's called Babylon B, and it's all Christian humor parody. It's pretty funny. Is it? It's like the Hard Times and the Onion, but they had a recent one, and it's like Jesus is puzzled about who the white baby is in the manger scene. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, that is very, very funny. So, yeah, a Bing has predicted the Minnesota Vikings will indeed beat the Detroit Lions. There's a, there's a two-to-one chance that that'll happen, 63% chance that the Vikings will win. So we'll see if that holds true. Sunday? When's yeah, the game? Sunday at noon. They're in Detroit for it, so when I think Christmas, I think Detroit. So you can start drinking before the game and just finish up right at Christmas Day. Boom. Yeah, yeah Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. What time's the game at on Sunday? Noon. Perfect. Noon. 
yeah, start it's a little, early. A little late in the day to start, but you know. You can't drink all day unless you start, start early. early. Unless you start early, don't forget about that. There's no doubt about it. But yes, we're uh, we're we're just rolling through the week. We got one more uh, podcast of this one to do. One more morning show. God, we got so many great calls this morning. It was unbelievable. Two weeks off. Thank Basically. God I need it for the first time. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. I've been rather busy this year. Let me just say that. Carrying around your mom's gifts for everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just asked her. I was like, Michael and I are going to go to Whole Foods after the podcast. Do you want me to get anything? And usually it's like a thing. She asked me to get one, two, three, uh, four, five, six things. That's your mom. Do you need cash? Because I'm sure she told you to get the cash from me. crown roast. I need... Five yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember the kid what was the kid in Caddyshack. I want a hamburger. I want a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was, what a great movie that was. A great. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Bad news for Weinstein. They uh, he tried to get it thrown out, and they said, "Kiss our living ass." Yeah, he doesn't have a chance. He's got no chance, and Les Moonves has no chance, and all these. People no, he lo- he just lost his uh, severance package, million. didn't he? Ooh, boy, that's gonna leave him. Yeah, he's he's a billionaire. So what's it? Well, I suppose it's still 120 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. of course. After lot. taxes, it's really what 65. It's only 65 <laughs> million. Ten grand. Got that rolling around in the back of the Durango. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the cash that's in there, it's just unbelievable, and you got all rolling around the back. Yeah, I don't know. All these people. I saw that Michael Weatherly. He's, uh, I don't know. He's apparently trying. I don't know if he for, tried to force himself on a woman, but he kept asking her about sex stuff, and she finally got sick of it. All these Hollywood pukes, they're all telling you how you should live your life while they're taking advantage of everyone they possibly can. I just love that. Well, the thing is, and I don't know this for sure. It's just a guess. But if you're fairly famous, you probably have... Your pick of people that want to sleep with you, right? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at me for? Well, I'm just looking for maybe an opinion. I'm not saying that people are throwing themselves at you all the time. I'm calling completely locked into Turtle Dove. That's all I, I know. We all know that. But you, you know, missed my point. That's mm-hmm. what I know. Well, here's, here's why don't my you point. Just though. sleep with one of those people that are calling you all the time. I rather than pick completely. on this person who doesn't really care for you. Because it's a power thing, isn't it? I know. That's it's what terrible. it is, isn't it? It's not sex. I think it's you're power. exactly right. 